Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens and he's Dave Mulvaney and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing great and you are on vacation, aren't you? On a little bit of a vacation down here in uh, the other coast of Florida, down here off of uh, uh, Bradenton, Sarasota, uh, Anna Maria kind of area. Good time. Good time to be in, uh, in Florida. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's like 80 degrees, blue skies. I love it. What's it like up there in Jacksonville? It is 80 blue skies and um, just a perfect week for TPC week up here. <laughs> That's right. You said you're going out there? I will go out there on Friday, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> so like, keep it secret. All right, what do we got? We got episode 64, and we were going to be the best way for commercial bankers to build long-term clients. And, and, you know, so it kind of based around the premise of, you know, if you're a commercial banker, Matt and I help entrepreneurs to use their businesses to build wealth. And um, lately, we're, we're, we're really noticing that there's a lot of people who are getting up there in years and they're wanting to sell their business and they're not able to transition out of their business. So, um, you know, you as a commercial banker, you loan money to these, to, to entrepreneurs. So we help them make their business more valuable and, and improve their bottom line, improve their balance sheet. It's better for you. So, um, you know, some of the, some of the problems that, that we solve, you know, competition is a, is a big thing is, is position, positioning yourself so that you don't have to compete. The banker, the banker positioning themselves so they don't have to compete. Yeah, because um, let's face it, how many commercial bankers do you know, Matt? I mean- <laughs> Right, everybody is a commercial banker. Everybody's a commercial banker and now they're just taking kids like straight out of college and, and you know, and they're a commercial banker all of a sudden, you know, and they're supposed to know all these things and, and you know, so there's a lot of competition. Um, and let's face it, retaining clients is not the same business as it once was. No, and that's exactly right. So client retention is a problem in anybody's business, but especially as a commercial banker, right? Is trying to keep your clients around uh, and help them uh, maintain, help, help, help your clients maintain their profitability and actually manage their expectations, right? So you want the clients to be profitable, have a good business, maintain the relationship with you, um, and you really want their business to grow, right? You want their business to be successful so they borrow more money from you, right? Yeah, so how do you, you know, and acquiring new clients, building rapport, getting referrals, all of those things factor into what we do with your clients, the, the commercial bankers' clients, um, to help. I mean, ultimately, we, we, we assist entrepreneurs in this whole um, – building the, the perfect business. And if you're a part of introducing those entrepreneurs to the concept of having the perfect business, who are they going to trust? And that's, you know, everything's rapport and trust when it comes to banking, because who trusts a banker right now? Right. <laughs> right. Especially, and that's part of the pitch, right, of the community bankers, right? Yeah. The community bankers and the smaller banks are relationship guys, right? That they're, that we are, we know you, we know the customer, you could call me, um, you have a direct line. So what they're dealing with as a commercial banker is they're dealing with a competition because uh, they could go to, if you don't give a, a customer anything to go off of, they compete on price, right? So they, they need a line of credit for buy a piece of equipment. They're going to compare you to Bank of America or SunTrust Bank or Truist, whatever they call themselves now. Um, but if you have a relationship and you're adding other value, the likelihood of them 
going to the competition is, is much less, right? Yeah. Um, and, well, for instance, when nowadays it's not even just the, um, the competition between the big banks. Now, let's say I need an equipment loan. What, where, I might even be offered the loan now through the vendor. So it's even more, you know, a lot of times right. the vendors have their own sources of financing. Fund. Yeah, that's a good point. And so like car dealers, for instance, um, car dealers, of course, have their own, their own financing because they, that's where they're making money. They're making money on the financing. So it's a tougher business now. Commercial banking is not the same business it once was. So you well, got- and they're all competing with the same, like, uh, what's really happened in the last five years is the, is the lending standards have gotten hard, higher and higher. And so your margins as a commercial loan officer have shrunk. Because you're all competing, you're only loaning money to the good businesses, and there are fewer and fewer of the good businesses, and we're all competing for those, jockeying for position for those well-run companies. And so we're um, we're here to say, hey, Matt and I will help uh, some of those businesses who may have a uh, a smaller loan with with you now, but we'll help them become more profitable. And when we do that, and and make their company look better from a balance sheet standpoint, and understand the whole. Th- thing behind what we're doing is we want to help business owners have a sellable business. And so part of that is you've got to have a profitable business. You've got to have a good balance sheet and you've got to have systems and processes that don't depend on you as the business owner, or you're basically have a non-sellable business. Right. Exactly. So as a commercial lender though, that, you know, what would make their life easier? They'd have, they'd get, they'd be able to get more loans, right? Because they got, they got good clients that are, that are loyal, that are profitable, um, easy to get financing because they've got their finances in order, uh, their profits, uh, they're continuing to go. You'll get good referrals because, hey, you're the banker that gets stuff done. You're the banker that helped me grow my business. You're the banker that, that helped solve my problems. So they trust with you and they'll stay with you longer, right? Yeah, and that trusted advisor status really means a lot in, in business, you know, because, I've had a couple bankers that were that were good friends, and um, I don't know how many people I referred them to. You know why? Because I mean, you become friends with your with your commercial banker. They take you out to dinner. They take. I mean, you you, you literally build such a good re, good rapport with them that that's the business. It's relationships, right? And, and and banking has gotten so far from relationships. I think. Right. Well, it's funny. So I got a great example that was talking about. Um, a good relationship with the banker and the business owner. So, so one of my business owner, one of my coaching clients. And so, uh, you know, the commercial banker, so it's a community bank, so medium size, and they'd been working with them on financing. And then me working with me, uh, one of our four pillars, right, is owning the real estate, right? So we talked about, well, why don't we look about buying the property where your, where your office is located, where your facility is located. So we look into that and, um, from that, we take that to the community banker that we have the good relationship with. So we do that financing. Awesome. Got it done because my client's got his books in order. He's profitable. We're making it more and more profitable. So we're doing more and more profitable. And then we look at buying a new piece of equipment. And so my client had cash on hand and we start talking about that. And there's a whole thing about, do you have cash on hand? Do you buy the equipment or do you borrow money? And you and I have talked about this good debt versus bad debt. Right. If I, if I buy a piece of equipment that actually brings in more uh, revenue that could actually pay for itself over time, that's good debt. Especially if, because it's deductible, the interest is deductible. Yeah. So we went back to that same commercial banker, right? And said, all right, now we got this is about a million dollar piece of equipment. Hey, we want to buy this piece of equipment. Let's see about borrowing the money. 
again, because my uh, client's growing, the, the, the balance sheet looks good, the, the profit and loss statement looks good, we're able to borrow the money for this equipment. So now we've got a second loan with that commercial banker, right? So about a year later, maybe a year and a half later, the property comes uh, up for sale behind us, right? And we're talking about expansion uh, sometime in the next 12 to 18 months. So we end up putting the deal together where we actually buy the land behind us. And we're going to use it as a storage facility right now. We've got the existing owner, I mean, sorry, the existing person leasing it. Plus we could use whatever the empty, either an empty building over there that we can put some storage on it. So we go back to the, the, the commercial banker for a third time. So now here we are, we got, we got two mortgages, which we end up consolidating and we got a, a business loan and we got a line of credit. So now we got four vehicles to this one, uh, commercial banker with this one, my one is a business owner, right? That's a, that's a hugely profitable client for that commercial banker. And it's the old adage. Is it easier to, to drill a new well or is it easier to go back to the same well? Right. That's exactly right. It's always e easier to get more water out of the same well. And we're, we're not talking about a well, we're talking about human beings. And so you're bringing value to bring someone like Matt and I to your clients. You're bringing value which it's going to elevate their profitability. And when their profitability, that's why our show is profitability MD uh, because when you elevate their profitability, they're going to want to acquire more assets and they're going to continue to grow as a business. And who do you think they're going to come to? It's a um, it's, I don't want to call it, you're not manipulating anything. You're being smart about your business because you're helping your clients to become as successful as physically possible. Well, that's exactly right. And that's, that goes back to, we kind of mentioned this before, the transition is help your clients become more successful, right? Because successful clients are a lot easier to get approval for loans. Successful clients are growing who, who need more financing for their business, right? So if you help your guys, your clients become more successful, they will, what, become more loyal, they'll borrow more money from you, and they'll send you good referrals, right? Correct, because most successful people well, most successful people own successful businesses. Um, they also have friends that are similar to that. That's another aspect of, um, you know, I, I heard an unbelievable stat that um, of people with a net worth in excess of $10 million, a net worth in excess of 100% of them in the United States own a business. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So in other words, Everybody who's over $10 million owns a business. Doesn't mean it's a successful business, but they own a business. And so uh, um, that, that's something to be said about helping entrepreneurs. And that's the people you want. If, 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 if that's what builds, I mean, entrepreneurship builds wealth. I mean, let's face it. And if you're a commercial banker, that's what you want. You want wealthy, you want wealthy clients. So helping your clients is, I would think, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, that's the way to differentiate yourself and add more value. All right, so we were talking about what, how could they, add, how could a commercial banker add value to their existing client base? Um, well, certainly um, we put on a, um, a joint venture event with you. If you want to go into that, um, that's something yeah. Matt and I do. We host an event or you can host the event. However, the bank might want to use it and uh, how to maximize the value of your business. And we actually kind of, um, we go through our formula for building the perfect business and we've got four pillars of wealth, but I mean, just the premise is um, using your business as a tool to build wealth and creating it in such a way with systems and processes that the business doesn't depend on you. It becomes sellable. So 
inviting your clients to attend and, and even uh, maybe people who aren't your clients but are considering being your clients is going to be you adding value uh, because, hey, these people help me in my business. Whether, whether they become our clients or not, I can assure you they attend that event. They will receive valuable information that they can use to grow their business. Right. And so, so here's, here's what we got. So uh, I'm doing one coming up uh, um, uh, here in the next month or so with another uh, commercial banker. And we're talking to, you know, how to maximize the value of your business, right? And so he is inviting his existing clients, right? His existing clients. He's asking his existing clients to bring in a prospect for him. So another business owner that, that might want a new banker relationship. And he's inviting his existing pro, uh, prospects, people he has in the pipeline or people that he'd like to do business with, right? And so he's hosting the event. I'm the guest speaker. I'm the value added. Hey, how to maximize the value of your business. Um, it's, it's what we call orchestrating referral, right? So it's a client appreciation event for those existing clients. It's a referral opportunity for those existing clients to bring in referrals to him. And it's a way to close business because he's got the clients that are, I'm sorry, got the prospects that he can bring in here. So he's got three people. He's got the prospects, got referrals, and he's got the existing clients, all of which could, could, could um, learn from how to maximize the value of their business, right? So he gets the uh, reciprocity, the goodwill of being the host and the introducer of this type of information. So, and of course, and then, and then you reciprocate, of course you, you, you're like, Hey, you know, Steve's a great person you know, I mean, we, and so there, there's part of that that goes on, but also, um, that's, a, that's an, an ongoing issue. It doesn't matter what line of business you're in. An ongoing issue is to find, uh, qualified speakers who are kind of congruent with your business category, if you will. And so, you know, we're an unpaid speaker that comes into your event. Um, now, I don't want to imply that we're unpaid. We just, um, you know, our goal is to help these people grow their business. Um, and, you know, some of them are going to say, hey, can you help me do this? Some won't. Some won't have any interest in doing that. But some oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. The, the, the banker brings in existing clients and prospects, helps in, and we're going to help them increase the value of that business. Uh, they'll invite, uh, get referrals from that. Um, other business owners. And now you're orchestrating referrals is what I like to do. And what you and I are doing is going to teach them an actionable item, how to increase the value of their business. And of course, what we get out of it is, Hey, would you, would, would you like some help implementing these ideas and, and some other ideas we have as well? That's what we would hope. But even if not, they're going to leave with actionable items that will increase the value of their business. And if they want to hire us to help them implement it, that's great. But if not, you, still, they're going to leave that meeting, uh, that workshop with, valuable input of how to increase the value of your business. You know, and um, what's important is the actionable items. When, when we say actionable items, uh, there'll be enough content in that period of time that they can literally, if, if that's all they do is take action on those items, um, the, the, the value they can get is millions over years. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it, it uh, you know, it's not just save, you know, a few bucks here and there. It's, you know, when you, when you start putting in, processes and systems in place that change you, the way you work when you can have three days off a week and you can start enjoying your life, things like that, that happen while your business is still growing and you're, it, everything changes. Well, it's everything. I mean, we talk about the dentist that we talked about, we've mentioned on this podcast before, who, 
who made an extra $300,000 last year or the HVAC guy who an extra $160,000, you know, he'll be buying more equipment. That'd be a great uh, loan. The dentist, he's buying more dental equipment, right? So, so we're talking about taking these guys and adding 300 to $160,000 to their bottom line. Those are real numbers that end up being uh, really good clients that end up borrowing more money from you. I mean, those are kind of the results that you're going to see and kind of the, the uh, impact you can have on your client's bottom line, which helps them become more successful and endeared to you and, and borrow more money from you. Yeah. And one of the biggest reasons people leave commercial banking is because they never build a file book of business. Right. Yeah. And if you build a book of business, you don't ever have to leave because you'll, you'll have the commission structure. You'll have, I mean, the bonus structure, it all depends on how your bank is set up, but regardless, you want to become the go-to, the go-to guy, the go-to yeah. guy in your area. I mean, you want to be the, Oh, you got to call Steve at XYZ bank. And especially if you're a local banker, I'm not saying especially, I mean, it, it doesn't matter if you're in Bank of America, it doesn't matter what company you're with, but if you're the, in a local um, smaller bank, you've got a, you've got a big opportunity to, to be the go-to person in your community. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, and, and that's a great point. We talk about them on, on who's their target market, right? So I've, I've got a Bank of America guy who, who targets dentists, right? I got a community bank guy who just targets the local community. Right. So you could have a geographic niche. You could have a, a, a business line, especially you could have professional services. I've got another banker who just does uh, lawyers and accountants kind of professional services guys. So even the bankers themselves can have their own niches. Uh, but the idea is, is all those guys could, could, could benefit from bringing somebody to the table that will help their clients maximize the value of their business and, and make the banker look good for being that referral source. So what's the call to action that you tell somebody that's a commercial banker interested in something like this? Well, I say uh, the first thing you might want to do is you might want to reach out to us at support at profitabilitymd.com. And uh, when you reach out to us, you know, we can have a conversation of uh, how we could, you know, work together on your next event. Um, then, you know, ultimately we're going to tell you to invite some clients um, or prospects um, and, you know, we're going to help increase value of their business. Um, and, Ultimately, building a business that's sellable, I mean, that's, that's an important word um, is, or important phrase is a sellable business. People don't think about that. You know, if you're going to build it, build, build it, it to sell it. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to sell it because once right. you get it worth where it's worth selling, then you may keep it. Um, but right. Exactly build it right. Sell it. So that's good. All right. Where can we find uh, you, Mr. Mulvaney? Well, you can find me at davidmulvaney.com. You can find us at profitabilitymd.com. Um, you can find us on um, iTunes, um, on Apple Podcasts. Is what not iTunes? It's Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, any place that podcasts are played. And our YouTube channel is ProfitabilityMD. Now, how about you, Matt? Where can we find you? Yeah, so we got uh, Matt Hudgens over at LinkedIn. Then my coaching website is uh, 10xprofitblueprint.com, 10xprofitblueprint.com. And then, like we said, our, our YouTube channel, if you want to see it on video, uh, I listen to my podcast on, I think it's called Overcast, Outcast, Overcast, something like that. I'm trying to look to see what I got. Um, so I love listening to podcasts on there. All right, man, this was good stuff. If you're a commercial banker, you want to grow your business, you want to get orchestrate referrals, you want to make your existing clients uh, more profitable and more endearing to you, uh, give us a call. All right. We'll see you, man. All right, man. See you. Take care.